Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Good News with Angie Austin. Now, with the Good News, here's Angie. Angie Austin here with the good news. My guest is Angela English. I have known Angela since she was a little girl. She's not so little anymore, and she is a wonderful Christian young woman who's graduated from college. I followed her journey. She was living at, with her aunt, who was one of my very good friends, who was in my wedding, Gail Novak, who was Miss Senior America just a few years ago, and tragically, we lost her a few years ago as well. And I've stayed in touch with Angela, and I am just so proud of you, and I know your aunt is as well, smiling down on you um, from heaven. And I just want to catch up on what your uh, latest endeavors are because you are working with other young Christian people as well. Welcome, Angela. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's always good to, you know, stay connected to you. I know my aunt loved you so much. And so it's awesome being able to have that connection still. I just love, you know, following you. And it's so refreshing to see how your faith um, has become and stayed such a big part of your life uh, through your, you know, um, youth and teen years and then college and now post-college. I know you are mentoring girls, but you have a fairly new role and you're doing some fundraising with me, which maybe some of us can help you with as well. So talk about your new role and how you're working with churches. Is that right? Yeah. So I'm on staff with the Navigators, which is a ministry that is headquartered here in Colorado Springs, but it's worldwide. They send people overseas. They send people to college campuses, to churches. They do lots of different stuff. So I'm going to be working with Navigators Church Ministry. And what they do is they come alongside the local church and just help them to build a better discipleship model because churches are really good at outreach, teaching, small group, community groups. But sometimes they have a hard time getting people really connected in a one-on-one discipleship relationship to help them really grow in their faith in a more intimate way. Okay, so tell us how we can help you and what you're fundraising for, because basically you're helping to fundraise for your own position, correct? Yes, yes. So every NAV staff that's a mission in, in the field as a missionary, they fundraise their salary. And I right now am part-time, so I'm going to be part-time for the next year. And so my goal is to make $1,900 a month. And since the last time we talked, I have gone a lot further along from where I was. I think I was at 20%. Now I'm at 60%. Wow. So I'm looking for just eight more people at $100 a month. Um, That's the easiest and fastest way to uh, to do it is getting people at $100 a month. But, you know, I have one person who gives 200. I have one person who gives 15 because that's what she can give, right? And so I'm just looking for partners who will come alongside me, invest in this ministry with me and pray with me and pray for the people that I'll be discipling. So, yeah, I'm definitely just eight more people or However else God decides to get me funded is wonderful, too. So I'm just kind of looking for more people at this point. (laughs) Okay, so tell us how we can fund you at $100 a month or whatever we can afford to um, fund your position at Navigators. And then I want to talk specifically about, um, you know, how you've already gotten your feet wet and, you know, the work you're doing. So first, uh, send us to the website or how we find you specifically, Angela English. Yes, yes. So you can go to Navigator, uh, thenavigators.com. And you just go to the donate button. It's a little funky right now. So you just have to type in Angela 
and three Angelas will come up, but you'll see me. I'm the one that has a picture. It'll say Navs Church Ministry. Um, if you type in Angela English, unfortunately, my name doesn't come up, and we don't know why, but if you just type in Angela, you'll see my picture right away. Well, and, and that's, you can just go through all the steps of what you want to give, how often you want to give, and then just click confirm. And that's my name, Angela, really. That's my real name. So that'll be <laughs> easy for me to remember, at least. And if you have questions and want to get in touch with Angela, you can also go to my website, AngieAustin.org, and I'll get you in touch with her as well. So um, I uh, you know, met you when you were little through your aunt, who was in my wedding, Gail Novak, and Ed Novak, your uh, uncle, who uh, ran all of the broker restaurants, and now they have Zane with his son Zane, uh, Gail's son Zane. And I followed you a lot in high school because you were living with your aunt and uncle. Uh, so your childhood wasn't the easiest. It was, um, you know, you had great grandparents. Boy, did you have the best grandparents in the United States of America. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, amazing. They are wonderful. They were so sweet. <laughs> the best. Uh, I loved them. Um, and then, you know, living with your aunt and uncle. When did your faith become so important to you? Because I was impressed that I thought I might see you falling away from your faith, but you dove deeper and deeper into your faith and really made it like your life's mission to work with other people, bringing them closer to God. Yeah, so when I was in middle school, like you said, childhood wasn't wonderful. Both of my parents really struggled with substance abuse for a long time. And so I was, because of that, I was often just spending a lot of time with my friends' families. They would let me stay for a week, like weeks at a time. I would spend holidays with my friends' family. And uh, one of the families started bringing me to youth group. And I just liked it because people were nice to me. I got free food. And that's kind of what started me there. Wow. When I moved in with my aunt and uncle, they were obviously very involved with church and with ministry. And so I went from, you know, not knowing what house I was going to be at that night to my aunt saying, hey, be home at six o'clock every night. We're going to pray. We're going to have dinner. My uncle would read the Bible with me. And it just, it was so sweet. And it was like, God has always blessed me with such great people to to really take care of me. Um, And then they sent me off to college in Colorado Springs. And I instantly met my best friend and she was discipling me. And now her mother disciples me, and that's the family that I live with. And so God just really, he was the one that did all of it. He just brought me so far and with so many great people who cared about me. And through my discipleship relationship with Chanel and with her mom, I, it was pivotal in my faith. I was able to freely ask questions, have doubts and struggles, and they just loved me through it, gave me wisdom, cared for me. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. And so I got to disciple people when I was in college and it was so important to the people I was discipling to have that same space for, you know, the questions and the concerns and the struggles. And so I quickly realized that that is what I wanted to do because it's so important for everybody to have that relationship. Well, when you talked about, you know, your aunt and uncle, my friends, Gail and Ed, I got tears in my eyes because I remember her specifically saying to me, I want to take Angela in and it's not a popular decision in my family that she felt at the time your grandparents were kind of angry with her or not happy with her because somehow that was going to possibly hurt, you know, your parents or your dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked her mm-hmm. and I and I said, let me tell you something right now, because I really related to you in that not only do we have the same name, but I had a really dysfunctional childhood as well. And so you and I could have easily gone another way. But my faith, I feel, saved me um, when I was in foster mm-hmm. care. I was taken to church and uh, I, when I lived with a really mean abusive aunt she took me to church like those were the saving those moments you know where you could 
find faith that, to give you a foundation to show you like what love in a family should be like. Um, that helps mold people who don't have those examples in their home. So when she said, I want to take Angela in, but I feel like my, because she was very close to your grandparents or parents, um, th- they're not, they're not happy with me. They're angry that I'm going to do this or whatever the vibe was. She felt that it was an unpopular call on her part. And I looked her right in the eyes, of Angela, and I said, Gail, I don't care what anyone else thinks. I don't care if everyone's mad at you. I don't care if her dad doesn't like it. I'm not saying he said anything about it. I don't even know what your grandparents said. I said, I don't care if none of them like it. All I care about is Angela and you doing what's best for her. And I don't care what any of those people think. All that matters is Angela. So if you take her in and you provide a life for her that will give her safety and a place to, you know, a bedroom and a place to call her own every night. And, you know, so she can go to church with you guys. And as you know, Angela, she took on those years of you being in high school and her raising you then, she and Ed. Like it was like the, one of the highlights of her life. She's having like graduation parties and homecoming parties and everybody's <laughs> over and balloons and cakes and catering the food. Like it was like the, her heyday, like reliving having a kid in high school again. She loved it. <laughs> it was it was so fun. She became just my best friend. And that is even so sweet to hear about your guys' conversation because that is also a form of discipleship, right? I mean, I'm very confident that that was the Holy Spirit speaking through you and convicting her and telling her, no, this is what you need to be doing. And the way that it worked in our family, like I know my grandparents really came around and I got to see they them did. even a lot more. And even now my dad is very thankful for it as well. And he's so thankful that she did that. And, you know, my dad even calls me now every almost every day with questions about the Bible and what do I believe? He asked wow. me today, Go, what does the Trinity mean? What does, you know, what does it look like to say that Jesus is the Son and, and also God and the Spirit? And he, he has those questions. And because I was able to be saved by Jesus and by my, by my aunt, now my dad is being affected by that in a really positive way. And my mom, who, even though she's not a believer, she is one of my donors, and she even gives to this because she knows that what I'm doing is good. And so the fact that God used you and my aunt and my aunt's friends and her to really pour into my life. And by the grace of God, I'm able to do that with other people. I mean, I hope I one day am able to help teenage girls if they're in a situation like that. And it's just so, it's so special. It's so sweet to see that God really works through so many different avenues and so many different people for one mission. Well, and, uh, you know, that also took Gail, your aunt, being so strong to stand. She loved her parents so much. They were so close for her to be able to, like as a Christian, as a woman who knew she was doing the right thing by taking you in, she had to be strong and face, you know, anger from others, you know, people just really being saying, look, I, we don't want you to do this or whatever. She had to be tough and say, I will... I accept the fact that I may be on uh, your uh, naughty list for right now, but I'm taking Angela in anyway, even though you are telling me you don't want me to do this. So then, yes, your grandparents totally turned around and saw how you were thriving, living with, um, you know, Aunt Gail and Uncle Ed. And I'm going to send him this interview, by the way. I'm having lunch with him soon. But before Gail passed away and we, we lost Gail, she was Miss Senior America. She traveled all that year. And we lost her tragically when she was ill and had taken a combination of her meds, including, I believe, some kind of a flu medication as well. And she passed away in her sleep. And she was young, you know, like 60, 61 years old. So we were all so shocked. But I want to tell you, 
and I think you know this already, about a week before she died, she was on my show. And I said, Gail, and keep in mind, I've known her, she was in my wedding. So, you know, 20 years, she was one of my bridesmaids. I said, Gail, you've never told me, like, how were you saved? And she talked about when she was around 13, like, and that they would come and pick her up some kind of, there used to be like a church bus or a church ride. And she started going with kids to like church and youth group and like camp and stuff like that. And that's how she was saved. And to hear her in detail talk about being saved that I'd never heard in all of our years of friendship the week before she died was such a blessing to me and all her friends who were with her, Michelle, who did her service at her funeral. She was in the studio as well. Like I got the chills later because I'm like, oh my gosh, she just explained to me how she was saved. And it was rock solid that she was saved. You know, there was no doubt that she was saved. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And she, like, through even with her struggle, she had struggled with addiction as well. And she, through her sobriety, became sober, and she was sponsoring other women in AA and was bringing them to church. And I remember the night before my grandfather died, she sent me this picture saying, I just walked Grandpa through the prayer of salvation. And I believe that he was saved before that, but she was making sure that he knew what was going on, where he was going. And he said, you know, he said those words, like, I believe that Jesus rose from the dead, that he died for me and that I will be with him for eternity. And she, and she was, she was so passionate about making sure that he knew where he was going. And then, you know, even a few days after he died, I was talking with my grandma and she said that when he was younger, he would just want to memorize passages of scripture, things I never knew about my grandfather. Wow. And so just through the journey of their lives, you know, we come, through, we go through seasons of being really close to Jesus and seasons of a lot of drought and feeling like we're so far from him, but he, he's always there. And we're, once we're saved, he has us in his hands. And she, I know she really experienced that with battles of feeling far from him, feeling close to him. But I've just heard from so many people that, you know, in a lot of ways, me and her really saved each other. I think she, she was in a season where she just needed to care for someone else as a way of caring for herself. Oh, and wow. she did that so well with me. Oh. And I have to remember that when I, when I go through these hard seasons of feeling far from Jesus, and I can have that one encouraging conversation with a girl who's feeling very lost. And I can help encourage her and in, into the path of Jesus. It helps me feel closer with Him as well. I mean, we experience God through our obedience to God, and I think she really experienced that when she did the huge risk of, of taking me. Yeah, taking you in, and that you. And that you saved each other. Oh, I get tears in my eyes again. All right, we're out of time. Angela English, if you want to reach her and help sponsor her at Navigators, go to AngieAustin.org, and I'll get you in touch. AngieAustin.org. Thank you, honey. Love you. Of course. Thank you, Angela. Love you, too. Lamar is listening to the Mighty 670 KLT Denver. When you shop at your local ARC, your hard-earned money directly supports individuals with disabilities. 80% of people with intellectual disabilities are unemployed. And at ARC Thrift Stores, approximately 20% of employees are individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Well, anytime I'm having a bad day, I'll suddenly get a call from someone. And, you know, how can you have a bad day when someone thinks that they've got the best job in the world hanging up clothes in a thrift store? It's pretty special. People don't get it if they don't come into the store. We try and showcase it on our social channels. It's important to us. When you see somebody get their paycheck and they have a disability, they will stand at their cash register and tell everyone, I got a paycheck. I'm a real person. Like, brings it all home. ARC is a company that lives and breathes its mission, going above and beyond to create a space of inclusivity, morale, and culture. 
Find the nearest location at 670KLTT.com. Hey, friend, Angie Austin here with the good news. Well, it's so great to be able to gather as families again and have big groups for Thanksgiving. I'm picking up Aunt Ginny today. We were going to go on a family cruise, but when Aunt Ginny called, I couldn't say no. So that's what we're doing. She's here for weeks. <laughs> Former Master Chef judge and celebrity chef Jamie Gwen is back. As you know, she's one of my favorites, and she is showing us some meals that will delight the whole family. Hey, Jamie. Angie, you're one of my favorites, too. Thank you for always having me back. Happy holiday season to you. I'm ready to eat. Are you? Okay, she loves to eat, um, Aunt Ginny. I mean, really loves Like, We'll all be gone from the table, and she'll stay for, like, another half an hour because she eats super slow. But she, like, cherishes and, like, savors every bite. And so we love to cook for her. And she's here for weeks. And I'm not kidding you, Jamie. We had a Thanksgiving family uh, Mexican Riviera cruise. And when she said, can I come? I mean, come on. She's like 80. I can't say no. So we canceled everything. Because, you know, Aunt Ginny, I don't know how long she can. Yeah, how long can she come? I want to make sure she gets this special treat. So I need some Jamie Gwen magic on the table. You got it. Okay, I have flair and flavor and so many ideas to elevate your holiday season because we have so much to celebrate, right? So, you know, I partner with companies I believe in, and I have some really good stuff this holiday season. Let's start with a cocktail, shall we, Andy? Yes. Let's toast the season. Have you heard of Bartesian? Because if you haven't, you're going to want one, girlfriend. This is the Bartesian at-home smart cocktail maker. It knows how to make over 50 premium cocktails perfectly, including classics like margaritas and old fashioned. So you simply fill the four canisters on the machine with any brand of alcohol you like. You put in a cocktail capsule, you select the strength of your cocktail, you press a button and you have a delicious cocktail in under 30 seconds. Now, they make lots of kinds of capsules and these wonderful collections that you can uh, purchase as well. But the capsules contain all the real juices and bitters and extracts that you need for the perfect cocktail. There's nothing artificial in them. Now, this is the coolest part, maybe. I mean, the machine is pretty cool. Their Black Friday deal went live early. So exclusively at Bartesian.com, you can save $100. It's their best deal ever. And I'll tell you, Angie, what I love about it. When you gather family around, you know, you get to enjoy the party. When people make their own cocktail, it's interactive. It's a conversation starter. And it doesn't have to be for a party. It could be for Tuesday nights as well. It just frees up time, you know, for me with my son. But we like to toast with a cocktail. It's really a genius machine. It's called Bartesian. you got to check it out. So it's cool. I'm looking at it right now because I wanted to see the sale, uh, which you $100 off. But it, it's with the, with the different um, alcoholic vodka, tequila, whiskey, gin, or rum. So you put all the, all those in, yep. the different containers. And then when you push the button, uh, does it know which ones you want to put it in? Seems- or? Yeah, you choose the cocktail you want from a, a touch screen, literally. Okay. And then... You touch the button and it knows. And I'll tell you, the Cosmopolitan is, you know, better than any bartender. It's as good as my handmade old fashioned, which I, you know, pour time into. It's really quite genius. So that's the way to kick off the party. And then, of course, Angie, we have to eat. 
<laughs> we have to eat. And I love the idea, too, just of the diversity of the drinks. And um, Grandma D, uh, my Italian mother-in-law, after a few Cosmos, sang Sweet Caroline at the top of her lungs. And I have to tell you, Cosmos make her the friendliest <laughs> Cosmos make her the friendliest mother-in-law in the United States of America. It's like a whole new mother-in-law when she has Cosmos. So I'm all in on this. That's a great deal. Okay, what's to eat? Okay, I'll send you capsules, Angie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, what are we eating? Well, uh, let's talk side dishes because those are my favorite at Thanksgiving, if you don't mind. Um, I've partnered with Palm Wonderful to add a festive pop of color and flavor to my recipes. The Palm Pomegranate Fresh Arrows are in season now, available through January. Arrows are the little juicy seeds in a pomegranate, of course, but mm. they add that sweet tart burst of flavor. Yes, we call them arrows, A-R-I-L-S. And I'll tell you, no matter what dish, but specifically this one, I make a wild rice and roasted squash salad. You drizzle it with vinaigrette, you finish it with the palm pomegranate arils, and you get that ruby red color, you get a burst of juiciness. There's something just so beautiful about it. Palm arils are a good source of fiber, by the way, known for their antioxidant goodness. Uh, and enjoying them is easy. They have this convenient eight ounce package, great for cooking and baking. And then they have a four ounce single serving, 100 calories, by the way, perfect for snacking. I sprinkle desserts. I garnish my cocktails. I do everything with them. Okay. I have a question about the palm arrows because I love these. Yes. And there have been times when we buy the whole pomegranate and try to get them out. My brother does it and he's like an engineer. And apparently that's fun for him. Not for me. I like to buy them in that little <laughs> palm four ounce container dealy. But, um, do you, yeah. do you eat the whole thing or do you just take the fruit off or do you chew up the whole arrow? I'm dying to know. No, you chew up the whole arrow. So there is what is considered a seed inside, but it's soft and completely edible and you eat the whole thing. It has texture and fiber and goodness and it's juicy and it's toothsome. You, you eat the whole little arrow, which is the seed. Okay. Right? And I agree with you. Yeah. I, I love a pomegranate. They're beautiful. But taking them apart means there's pink spots on the ceiling. Yeah, and, and, you know, I, I, I do chew the whole thing up. My son eats it like he's like, um, like a mental patient uh, squirrel. You know, which I'm sure isn't correct to say, but like he's like gnawing <laughs> yeah. away yeah. like a maniac on them because he loves them. But I'm like, I think you eat the whole thing. Like you just crunch it up, you, you know, so eat the whole thing. Now yes, the experts you do. have told you do. me. You eat the whole thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Tell him I said so, please. I have another side dish, Angie. I think you're, please do. I think you're going to love I, this one. I'll tell you, knock my socks off. And you know, I test a lot of recipes. Yeah. So whether you're making the perfect cocktail or you're making a big grandiose charcuterie board or it's your family's favorite side dish, you always serve the best of the holidays, right? So Pearl Specialty Olives are, of course, people who love olives, love and trust pearls, are from the legacy family-owned California Black Ripe Olive Company. I have long been a Pearls fan. I was raised with olives. I think their potential is so much greater than anyone gives them credit for. Yeah. And I love to cook with them. They have um, Mediterranean-grown specialties. Those are jars of olives in lots of different varieties. And I use their Pearl Specialties blue cheese stuffed olives, get this, in a bacon Brussels sprouts dish. So you've got these cheesy, warm olives complemented by crispy bacon, caramelized onions, and roasted Brussels sprouts. And Angie, there is something about like the salty, briny, cheesy 
it's just so good. They make the blue cheese stuff, they make garlic stuff, Greek kalamatas. You just want to look for pearls in the sunny yellow packaging. But that recipe, among others, uh, the, the wild rice as well with the palm and the information on Bartesian, all posted at dailylounge.com. Dailylounge.com. And you turned me on to pearls because I hadn't had them. I, I guess you and I started talking together a few years ago and you told me about yeah. them. So I, we are so obsessed with them that like last night we got this extra large pizza, right? We have a family of six. And I said, what, what do you kids want on it? Well, you're thinking pepperoni sausage. No, uh, olives. That's what we get. We get, and then ladies, I get a large olive, olive. pizza. If that's all you want on it. I'm like, that's all they agree on is olives, black and green. That doesn't matter. We'll do Isn't both. Isn't that funny? Yeah, and that's it. Just an Isn't olive that pizza. Funny. You know, I'll tell you uh, when you have a good. I mean, it's a great olive. I'll say. I, I grew up putting black olives on my fingers. I mean, not my right. mom is an olive person, but when you when you find out what great olives are, which I think pearls are, you'll, you have a whole new realization about olives. Like, I love that your family loves them because you have an appreciation for them. And they're for more than just a cocktail bowl, right? I mean, this recipe proves that. Oh, by the way, Angie, I'm posting inspiration for Thanksgiving every day leading up to the holidays. And of course, all throughout the year, you know, on social at Chef Jamie Gwen. Okay. But I have a quick, super simple dessert you're going to love. Ooh, okay. All right, because I'm all in for the yes. dessert. Okay, and, you're good. And one more thing, Jamie, I just yeah. want to tell you. With the olives, I um for like the lazy housewife or whatever you want, the lazy house dad, um, I just use them as a side dish sometimes just because like we're in a hurry we have one thing right that we're having for dinner and maybe i'll throw some uh, a salad in a bowl and then i put the olives out in a bowl like they eat them you know like by the handful so that gets eaten now lay that dessert on me that's great okay dessert now we went from savory we're going to sweet you're going to take pumpkin bread whether you make it homemade or buy it store-bought and you're going to cube it up and you're going to layer it, whether it be in a trifle bowl or you can do individuals in like martini glasses. Mm-hmm. And you're going to layer it with whipped cream. I like to add a little mascarpone to my whipped cream, or you can even add ricotta cheese. And you're going to layer it with those cubes of pumpkin bread, drizzle sea salt caramel over it. Whoa. And you have what is the best make-ahead Thanksgiving dessert you might ever have. And by the way, it gets better with time because the cake soaks up all the goodness, right? Like an English trifle would. And it is delicious. And you said cream and mascarpone. You whip the cream with the mascarpone? Yeah. So when you're whipping your cream, add a spoonful of something you love. Add mascarpone or add ricotta. You'll get like a tangy sort of counterpart to the sweetened whipped cream. And then layer that in with the pumpkin bread cubes and drizzle sea salt caramel or use caramel sauce and flake salt Okay. and just make a layered dessert because it is fabulous. Store it in the fridge. Make it the day ahead. Make okay. it the day ahead because it's even better. And that frees you up for, you know, the big Thanksgiving day of cooking, of course. Oh, that sounds so good. Okay, dailylounge.com and then give us your social media That's again. It. Of course, at Chef Jamie Gwen. You'll find it all. Awesome. Thank you, Jamie. Always a pleasure to speak with you. You're the best. Angie, you're awesome. Thank you for having me. A delicious holiday season to you and your listeners, your family. Uh, and uh, cheers. Of <laughs> Thanks, course. friend. Thank yes. Cheers with the Cosmo. Thank you. Thank you. 
Oh, it's always fun to talk to Chef Jamie. I get such a kick out of her. Uh, it's true, though, about the Sweet Caroline. I posted it on my social media. Uh, Grandma, Grandma D, my mother-in-law, and my, my daughter. Well, there were a whole bunch of us. It was my birthday. We were down in Florida on vacation, and she does love Cosmos. And she gets two because Grandpa keeps track. He puts uh, toothpicks down to remind himself you know, that she's on her first, and then she's on her second. He won't let her have three because then she can't walk to the restroom. So just two. And But she was singing Sweet Caroline at the top of her lungs. And granted, I don't even really drink, uh, and I was singing uh, uh, along as well. We were in a big like bar restaurant. Anyway, it was a great memory, great video. She's got her arms around Hope, and Hope's got her arms around her shoulder, and they're just singing away, and it was so much fun. Okay, um, for Thanksgiving, just that idea, again, go around, talk about what you're thankful for, but put some thought into it. I know some of the kids get embarrassed, like teenagers, about you know talking about what they're thankful for, but you'd be surprised. Sometimes they really do give you some heartfelt responses that uh, you know, I get a kick out of. And, uh, uh, you know, it, my aunt, you know, is here, as I mentioned. And so she'll she'll give something heartfelt. And my mom usually gets a little teary-eyed, which is interesting because she's a little cranky, you know, and complains a lot. But then when you do go around and say, you know, what are you thankful for? She, uh, she gets teary-eyed talking about the kids, you know, and like her time with them. So it's nice. I mean, it's simple. Very simple, but it's nice. And I'm sure you can Google like other cool family traditions for Thanksgiving. And as a Christian, I'm sure there's all kinds of great ideas. Everybody coming with a prayer. My aunt writes a prayer for every Thanksgiving. That's cool as well. All right, Angie Austin here. Go to AngieAustin.org. Thanks for listening to the good news. Thank you for listening to the good news with Angie Austin on AM670 KLTT. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.